Hey, how are you? It's Mary Bicknell. Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon, where every Monday you're going to get a little biz bite to start your week off right. And then every Wednesday, we're going to deep dive into all things personal growth, where my goal is to help you have an aha every single week. You know, this podcast is for you, for the woman who's the go-getter, who knows there's more inside. And you know what? You're ready to smash through that self-imposed glass ceiling so you can finally see what you're made of. Ready? Let's go. Hey, oh my goodness. I'm going to be talking today about my favorite, well, I'll just say it like this, one of my very favorite topics. And I hope it's going to be one of your favorite topics too, because it's that important. It's all about your money story. And specifically today, we're going to talk about it from the perspective of your money role models. Look, I am here for you to start writing your own financial rules. I'm here for you to start making your own money bigger money, more money, lots of money, overflowing with money, financial ease and abundance. And this is what I know to be true. I know that, dang it, you have been given a money story. And unless you consciously have done the work around this to eliminate or rewrite this money story, you're probably not financially where you want to be. And part of the problem is, is that we are indoctrinated with stories for as women that we don't know how to make money, that we don't really know numbers. Oh my God, you've heard me say this before. Um, when women are like, I don't, I'm not good with math. I'm not good with numbers or I'm not good with money. Like these are all the worst things that you could possibly say. First of all, if you know how to add one plus one, then you know money. You must understand that if you are, saying these things, you are giving away your power. Let me say it again. So it's very crystal clear. When you say things like, Hey, I, I don't, I don't really like numbers. I'm not good with money. You know, you're giving away your power, my friend. And today I want to support you because, Oh my God, it's so possible for you to have financial abundance. So let me just say this really quick. So for those of you who are like, Oh my God, she's talking about money. Here's the thing. If you're in a place at all, where you're like, money's not that important to me. First of all, this is probably the wrong podcast period for you to be subscribed to and listening to. But if you say that, if you're like, money's not, not that important to me, then I want, I want to shake you up and I want money to become important to you because if without money, you can't buy memories. You can't buy, you can't donate to the things that are important to you. You can't live where you want to live, have what you want to have. You can't have true financial security because let me tell you what, when you don't have money or the level of money required for the lifestyle that you want, then you're just thinking about it all the time. Then you're expending all of this energy where you could instead learn how to make more money, be more profitable. Some of you out there are making millions of dollars, but literally you have zero profit. So this is not about the number, FYI. Pay attention. This is not about the number. I know many women who have seven-figure businesses and legit, they're just like broke. That's part of your money story, my friend. And then there's plenty of people, you always hear about this, right? The Millionaire Next Door. Have you read that book? You should get it. You know, and it's like Sally Jane, who's driving that beat up jalopy, but she could buy whatever car she wanted. She just chooses. Not out of lack, but out of decision, out of choice. This is what I want you to want money for. Choices. Choices. Choices to literally do whatever the hell you want to do. And today, what we're going to talk about, so this is going to be, we're going to do several of these podcasts 
you're going to hear me talk about money a lot. Today, I want to give it through the framework of your money role models. Think about this, like logically, right? I like to say, remove the emotion and think about this logically, is that you, you've had love role models, right? Think about your parents. Think about, oh my God, depending on your generation, what was on TV, you know, who loved who, what soap opera movie or TV show did you watch that really gave you an example of your love role models. It's the same exact thing with money. You know, like our love role models who taught us how to love ourselves and others, money role models taught us how to think about money, how to handle money, how to live our lives based on their personal money story. Think of the role models as the ones who programmed you, the ones who you followed, and and the ones who gave you the beliefs that you've had today. Now, of course, you have your own thoughts, but these role models teaching, though, it probably infiltrates, right? It defaulted it. And I've said this before. I want you to, and so I know this, 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 uh, this example really has helped a lot of you frame your money beliefs differently. Ready? If you grew up in a Christian home, you probably became Christian. You grew up Buddhist, same. If you grow up with smoking, it's going to send you one way or the other. You're going to be a chain smoker or you're not, right? If you were like, you're going to go to college, all of us go to college, you probably went to college. If you're from a family who like gets married when they're 20, you probably got married when you're 20 and had your first kid. So I want you to recognize that there's plenty of places that you have been following suit following the story generationally that's been handed down to you. Here's today, I want you to recognize that you get to write your own rules. You get to write your own money story. And it really is about conscious choices and how we live them out. And so I really want you to become more conscious of what your money story is and your mindset. So today I'm going to give you really a lot of um, different beliefs that people have had, different money beliefs that people have shared with me so that you can start listening and going, oh my God, um, That sounds very familiar to me. That's some of the things that happened to me growing up. And, you know, it really, why this is also important and why I wanted to share this um, is because, you know, today I'm scheduling an appointment to go get some glasses. And if you followed me at all, you've seen any of my public facing social, you see that, oh my God, you, you really think, why in the hell does this woman need any more glasses? So I've got reading glasses, I've got contacts, I've got regular glasses when I don't wear my contacts. And, you know, we do all these things, right? Because um, I have all these glasses because this is a reflection back to when I was a kid where I wore the same glasses from third grade to ninth grade. And if the frames were damaged and the lenses were still accurate with the prescription, they would just replace the frames. If the... Uh, frames were good and the prescription needed to be updated, they would just change the lenses. From third to ninth grade, all of my school photos are the same. Imagine what that does to a kid, right? I mean, I don't know about you, but I internalized that as that I wasn't worthy of having things that are new, things that are fresh. You know, my third grader mind that picked out these rainbowy colored glasses. They were kind of like tortoiseshell. And I still remember them. That's because I had them so damn long, right? They were tortoiseshell, but they were greenish and reds and like pastel colors, not tortoiseshell, like the browns and golden hues. That third grade person was very different than the ninth grader. Imagine yourself. Imagine your children. Can you imagine your third grader, your ninth grader wearing the same thing 
that she would have worn as a third grader. And really what this said was like, I wasn't worth um, change. I wasn't worth updating. I wasn't worth picking something out new behind the scenes. Meanwhile, my, my parents were buying stuff new, building a house, buying new cars, these kind of things. Even though I grew up in an apartment for years, there was a time when they, when we finally moved out and they built a house. Meanwhile, I'm still wearing the same glasses. That's a whole nother story. Oh my God. The whole worthiness around money. I want you to really think about this right now. What's your worthiness sense that your parents gave to you? You know, my mom, even I was telling the story the other day and sometimes I tell these stories and they just sound so unbelievable and it's so painful. And so don't pity me. I mean, these are really the stories that have allowed me to do the hard work in changing my conditioning. But I mean, um, when we had river, it was her second Christmas. So she was like 15 months old or what have you. And my mother gave her, you know, some used toy, like used junk. It's junk. It wasn't like antiques, you guys. It was junk. And I had a conversation with my mother, like, you're not going to give my child junk. By then, you know, I was almost 40 years old. Actually, I was 40 when that happened. And, you know, I had had worked so hard in changing my whole relationship with money, my whole relationship with self-worth, my whole relationship of I have a voice, I can speak out, I can share. You know, part of um, being your parents suppressing your boldness, your growth, your effervescence, your glee for life comes from their messages around money and their you being worthy of more or not. So today I want you to really consider, oh my God, this is so exciting. This is an exciting day. Even though those are crappy stories, here's the thing. You've got crappy stories, I know. Why don't you send me that? I'd love to hear some of your crappy stories, Mary at marybicknell.com, because what I want to do is help you turn those around. Because here's some of the great stories, right? Some of the great stories is I have two homes. I am, you know, seven figure life, like all the things. And sometimes, you know, when you do the work, I want to be an example to you that when you do the work, you can change things. So today I'm really going to share with you a lot of limiting beliefs, and I'm going to help you actually turn these around. Okay, we're going to turn these around so that you can actually become your own money role model. So let me give you some examples of um, some limiting beliefs, and then we're going to flip these around. Okay, so the reason why you really want to think about this, too, is because, you know, if you're afraid to do your money work, then you're probably not going to charge us high rate. Maybe you'll never become your own boss, which by the way, not everybody has to have their own business. Maybe you're never going to have a seven figure business or a six figure business, or you have some fears about becoming them or worried about being too responsible. Literally, sometimes women say to me like, oh my God, that's so much responsibility to know my numbers and my money. Hmm, that's interesting, right? Maybe we need to think a little bit about what it means to be a responsible adult. And sometimes that's the work, you guys, right? That's the work. I know I had to do that. I wanted, I really wanted to, somebody else to just take care of everything. But it's hard to complain about money and not having enough and not finding clients or not knowing where to start. You can't just be complaining about it if you're not willing to do something about it, right? Are you willing to do something about it? So let me give you some examples and see if any of these resonate with you. And by the way, here's a, here's something for you. Just, this will go into a little bit deeper. Uh, here's my little, like little gift for you today. I just want to say it while it's on my mind, marybicknell.com slash hidden thoughts, marybicknell.com slash hidden thoughts. 
I want to send to you the guide to your hidden thoughts about money and success. So it's a little bit deeper than what we're going over here, but it's going to also like, I really want to help you as your success coach. I want you to be a leader in your own life. And part of being a leader is having the ability to do whatever the hell you want to do whenever you want to do it. Right. Okay. So here we go. So let me give you some examples. Um, oh my gosh, growing up, you know, when, when I say these things out loud, you guys, it really is, um, it really hits me because it makes me recognize how, like, I just get flooded with these stories about growing up, about um, eating shit on a shingle. Who knows what that is? That's like a cream chip beef, chip beef on white bread or going grocery shopping every 90 days, every three months, literally. So we would have like four or five carts parked up, backed up. My mom would be chain smoking. This is the days you guys, do you remember this? Who lived in the seventies where you could chain smoke in the grocery store? God. All right. So here's some examples of limiting beliefs or thoughts or sayings. And I want you to take a moment and listen to these. I'm going to rattle off a good 20 of them and recognize for yourself. Did you hear this? growing up? Did you see this growing up? How was this exemplified to you or not? And then we're going to flip these around for you. And we're going to create some new sayings and new thoughts that you can put into your head. So make sure you listen to this again and again, and then sign up for that, uh, the guide to your hidden thoughts around money and success, because, oh my gosh, I promise you, here's my pinky promise to you that when you start recognizing these moments of, aha, oh my God, that's what my mom used to say. That's what my grandma said. That's what my dad said then you become empowered. Then you get to write your own rules here as far as money goes. And I promise you, me supporting you to become financially free, emotionally free, and time-free is the thing I want for you, right? That's about, you don't want common. This podcast is called Lead a Life Uncommon, not lead a life that's common. The majority of the world doesn't have the wealth that we have in the United States and, and some other countries, right? And the status quo for most people, middle class, lower middle class, is that existence feels bad when you're worried and stressed about money. I want to help you eliminate that stress. Here's some examples. Ready? Again, write these down. Come back to this podcast a couple of times and grab that guide. Here you go. Ready? Money doesn't grow on trees. There's not enough money for that. Oh my God. Money is so hard to come by. Oh, you better marry a rich man. I'm not supposed to be wealthy. That's not being spiritual. Rich people are bad. Oh, I can't, I can't make any money. I can't afford that. I'm broke. The economy sucks. No one has money anymore. Penny for your thoughts. Oh my God, you guys. Your thoughts. Those of you who have a level of expertise. Your thoughts are worth a fortune. I don't know about you, but I know when I work with my clients and they have literally the other day, one of my clients, she did, uh, she signed up and we are doing success and leadership coaching in my 90 day program called the truth. And this is all about getting to the truth of who you are. And she, in two hours, literally transformed her entire story around who she is, how she can show up in the world, how she can set her boundaries, how she no longer will tolerate having less than. 
and my thoughts are well worth more than a penny. And so are yours. Here you go. Here's some more. Rich people are selfish. Another day, another dollar. How about another day, another $10,000? Rich people are mean. Loving money is bad. You can, you can make a lot of, you can have a lot of money if you win the lottery. People with money are greedy. Oh my God. If you become, if you charge, who do you think you are charging that? Who do you think you are? Oh, I don't know about you, but that's painful. So let's talk about how to turn some of those around. And then I want you to list out your very own money limiting thoughts, but let's turn those around so I can help you do that. Let me pull that up right now. Okay. So we talked about money doesn't grow on trees. How about this one? Money is abundant. I create abundance. How about this one? There's only so much money in the world. How about this? I can make more money. There's more than enough money for everyone. How about this one? Money is hard to come by. How about this? Money flows freely to me. I make money easily doing what I love, what I'm talented at, and what serves others. What about this one? If you have money, you become one of those people. I have money and I love it. I feel secure, safe, protected, and I'm one of those people who donates and gives back. What about this one? People are mean. People with money are mean. How about there are plenty of people that are mean? They may have money or not. How about that one? Right? Oh my gosh. We think that people that are wealthy, you know, sometimes we see them as like the conspicuous consumption that in your face. And what happens is it really triggers you. It really triggers your your lack. So we want to judge them and then think, oh, those are assholes. What often happens is you're not hearing all the other things behind the scenes about people who donate tons of money, who are contributors. I want you also to be a contributor to the economy. The more money that you make, you can put into circulation. You can hire your housekeeper. You can hire somebody in your business. You can give like, like money is energy and it becomes part of the circulation. And you as an amazing, dynamic, divine woman is more than capable of learning how to make money, learning how to invest money, learning how to create money and look at it with appreciation as an asset looking at it as a way in which you are able to have freedom. Are you saying these things out loud? Are you saying some of these limiting beliefs? And who's watching, my friends? Those of you who are parents, what are you saying? Are you breaking the money story in your own family? Are you being a great money role model? Here's one. Those of you who have employees, what are you saying to them? Are you supporting them? And shifting their money mindset. This is one of the things I do sometimes with corporations with their salespeople. I really like to get to the bottom of what of what money mindset their sales staff has, right? Because if they come to the table with any of these money issues, guess what? Their close ratio is diminished. Ooh, that can be related to you too. If you're in sales or you're in business, do you bring your money story that you've been handed down from your money role models. And you get triggered if somebody says, oh, that's too much or, oh, right. Hmm, Look how it weaves in. What about this one? I can't afford it. How about saying I have enough money to buy whatever the hell I want and choose exactly what's best for me. 
What about this one? Loving money is bad. How about saying instead, I love money because it gives me freedom to have the lifestyle I want to take care of my family like I want and eliminate worry. How about this one? You can have a lot of money if you win the lottery. Let's change that too. I make a lot of money doing what I love to do, what I'm gifted as, and it's come so easily to me because I'm in my genius zone. Now, can you see what a different energy will show up when you transform these limiting beliefs? How can you start to become your own money role model? What will that look like for you? I want you to go back and I want you to listen to these over and over again. Make sure that you're signing up for, um, for the hidden, the guide to your hidden thoughts about money and success at marybicknell.com slash hidden thoughts with an S. And let me just infuse you right now with some delightful new money thoughts. I can't wait to hear which ones you're going to grab as your own. And make sure that the ones I'm getting ready to rattle off, I'm going to give you a lot more new abundant beliefs, thoughts that can turn into beliefs. Pick the ones that you can believe. That's where it starts. We don't want some like mantra like, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to make a billion dollars if you don't believe it. I want you to pick things that you can believe. And then that will grow. So get ready. I'm just getting ready just to share and just pour into you. Open up and receive this gift right now. Open up, take a deep breath, open up, allow yourself to recognize you can write your new money rules. Try some of these amazing beliefs. Ready? I'm open and ready for wealth. I am wealthy. Wealth is my divine inheritance. I have more than enough money. Oh, I choose my beliefs about money. I'm 100% worthy of money that comes my way. Millions of dollars and millions of smiles are coming my way. God is the source of my income and God wants me to experience infinite abundance. I, I love the energy of money. I respect money. Money is valuable and I treat things I value well. I make more than enough money. There's overflow. I always have money. I make more money every single day. Money pours into my bank account every single night. Abundance is my birthright. Money-making opportunities are always coming my way. I ask the universe, help me see the opportunities right in front of me. I feel so good about money. Prosperity follows me everywhere. It's everywhere I go. Everyone I know feels free about money. I get to share my success with my friends. I've created new, supportive, amazing friends who give me a high five when something wonderful happens to me. I prosper everywhere I turn. I'm a money magnet. I love money. Money loves me. My money is growing. Every day and every way, prosperity is coming to me now. Oh my gosh, I could just keep going and going and going. I'm trying to weed through here because I create different ones. Here's one that I said for years. 
I am worthy. I am worthy of the lifestyle that I desire. I am worthy of sharing my gifts with the world and being compensated. I'm worthy of making all the money that I could ever need and more so that I have more to give back to the world. I love money. Money allows me to buy the memories for my family that mean everything to me. I love money. It gives me the security so I can put my head down on the pillow at night and I no longer have to worry about anything. I love money because money gives me safety and security. So I know I'm well taken care of and my family's well taken care of. I love creating amazing memories with my girlfriends when we can do a spontaneous trip. And it's so fantastic to have the money to do it. I love that I get to say yes to my daughter to send her to the camps that she wants. And I love having all the glasses and all the frames I could ever want. So my friends, I hope you're grabbing the energy. I know you're grabbing the energy of that. Go be bold. Choose to lead a life uncommon. Today, decide to write your own money stories and your own rules. I'll talk to you next time. Hey, you've been listening to the Lead a Life Uncommon podcast. I'm here helping you create a life to allow you to do whatever the heck you want to do whenever you want to do it. If you got some value out of this, I'm going to ask you, pop over and give a five-star review. Subscribe and share this with a girlfriend you know is ready to lead a life uncommon herself. And I want to give you a couple things. Number one is pop over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I have something called the guide to your hidden thoughts around money and success. You're going to uncover some good stuff there. It's a little workshop I'm giving to you. And another thing I want you to take advantage of is this exercise I did all around connecting with your evolved future self. You're going to love this exercise. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, when you're done, please, please, please go and tag me on Instagram or any of the socials and tell me what you thought. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and I'll chat with you soon. Bye now.